This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 12th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Glasgow's unfinished business. Could inflationary worries affect the RFS? And Branstead's advice on China. Glasgow's unfinished business. Could inflationary worries affect the RFS? Branstead's advice on China. U.S.-China climate plan includes addressing ag methane. The COP26 International Climate Conference is wrapping up today after two weeks in Glasgow, Scotland. The conference has put unprecedented focus on agriculture's potential role in reducing emissions. But a key highlight in the closing days is a surprise joint declaration by the U.S. and China to work together on ways to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The agreement is short on detail, to say the least. The one thing the two countries said they would do is to meet in the first half of 2022 to discuss plans to reduce methane emissions. The measures under discussion will include incentives to cut methane emissions in agriculture. Here's why it matters. China accounts for 27% of global emissions, far ahead of the United States, which accounts for 11%. That according to a study by the Rhodium Group, a nonpartisan analysis firm. COP26 President Alok Sharma said yesterday that the U.S.-China agreement, quote, does help to provide some momentum, but emphasized that he and other officials are trying to achieve an agreement involving nearly 200 countries. The goal is to keep within, keep 1.5 within reach, he said referring to the 2015 agreement in Paris to keep global warming to well below 2 degrees Celsius and preferably close to 1.5. Now, keep in mind, Sharma said negotiators were, quote, still some way away from agreeing on very critical issues. Those issues include Article 6, the rules around international carbon accounting and trading. Analysis. Inflation could shape Biden RFS decision. The latest data on inflation has certainly gotten President Biden's attention, and some energy analysts believe concerns about soaring gas prices could lead his administration to limit the annual biofuel mandates under the renewable fuel standard. An analysis by Clearview Energy Partners estimated the current cost of the RFS compliance is at 14 cents a gallon, up from 6 cents last year. Although RFS leniency comes with Farm Belt political backlash, we assess Biden as having depended less than his immediate predecessors on corn and soy growing regions for his 2020 victory, the analysis says. In any case, we would suggest that the Biden White House may face a more imminent challenge, staving off perceptions of being staffed like a third Obama administration, but trapped in a second Carter term. Keep in mind, an EPA rule setting blending requirements for 2021 and 22 has been under review by the Office of Management and Budget since August. Branstead, U.S.-China need to extend Phase 1. Former U.S. Ambassador to China Terry Branstead tells AgriPulse he met last week with U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai, and he urged her to negotiate an extension to the Phase 1 deal with the Chinese. The Chinese agreement to purchase U.S. ag commodities under the deal expires December 31. 
I think we need to see phase one extended, Branstead said on the sidelines of the Midwest Agricultural Export Summit in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's been great. We had record sales of corn, soybeans, and pork to China. Branstead and his former chief of staff are starting a consulting group to advise parties wanting to do business with China. During his trip to Washington last week, he also met with China's ambassador to the U.S. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Sales of tractors are up 11% through October this year. That's compared to the first 10 months of 2020, according to the latest data from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Sales of self-propelled combines are 24% higher year-over-year, according to AEM. Combined tractor and combine sales in 2021 also running ahead of the most recent five-year average. Nutrient Ag Solutions has agreed to pay $668,100 fine for applying dicamba products last summer while their registrations were canceled because of a ruling by the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. The company, quote, allegedly used two dicamba products in a manner inconsistent with the approval label on at least 27 occasions in violation of the agency's cancellation order, EPA said, and also applied dicamba 33 times during periods of high winds in violation of the label. Nutrient, quote, has taken steps to address the alleged violations, EPA said, including by conducting training on pesticide applications, working with pesticide applicators to comply with label and other requirements, and improving its record-keeping practices. The consent agreement and final order uh, are available online. Kraft Heinz buyer forced to shed some lines. The Justice Department is allowing Lactalis America Group to buy Kraft Heinz natural cheese business so long as Kraft Heinz Anthros and Polio businesses are sold to other companies, acquisitions that are already in progress. In a proposed settlement agreed by the companies, the Department of Justice said that in order to preserve competition in the feta and ricotta cheese market, Emmett Roth USA of Fitchburg, Wisconsin, would buy the Anthios business, while Bella Geloso Cheese of Green Bay would buy Polio. In September 2020, Kraft Heinz announced the sale of its natural grated, cultured, and specialty cheese business to the U.S. affiliate of Group Lactalis, a French group, for $3.2 billion. Department of Justice filed a complaint and the proposed settlement in federal court this week. Here's today's He Said It. What a dork. That South Dakota GOP representative Dusty Johnson making fun of himself when he was described as someone whose bedtime reading consisted mostly of the 2018 Farm Bill. 
Johnson, together with fellow House Agriculture Committee members Randy Feenstra, Iowa Republican, and Michelle Fishback, a Minnesota Republican, attended the Midwest Agriculture Export Summit. They say they are eager to begin work on the next five-year farm bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, November 12th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.